Canadian accent from the last episode. My name is Corey Craft. Oh, everyone, he's saying he's Corey Craft, but today in the studio we have Adam Driver. We have Little Caesar, the mascot of Little Caesar's Pizza. Oh, cute. In a toga here. Did you bring a pizza pizza? I brought uh, the pizza pizza. <laughs> I brought that pizza uh. that is a half a pepperoni and a half a garlic stick. Oh, man. Well, I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm not even going to try with this accent anymore. Uh, you shouldn't. I'm, I'm upsetting stop. myself. I, 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 I think we're being picketed by an Italian-American oh, uh, advocacy group. Weird. incredibly offensive. I'm, incredibly I'm sorry, question mark. Uh, don't see House of Gucci, which we talked about in the last episode that inspired this whole yeah. mess. Yeah. Well, um, you just said don't see it, but you like it. So. I you like, like it-ish. it uh, I, I think it's a pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I want is, some spaghetti. It is uh, the end of the year. It's the holiday season. We're half crazy. That accounts for this weird energy. But I think we bring this weird energy to every episode anyway. Yeah, so well. whatever. No apologies. You downloaded this shit. So now you have to listen to well, it. Well, they might be streaming. You know. You're streaming this shit. <laughs> And now you're forced to listen. Now you're forced to. And I'm going to do all kinds of crazy accents, and you're just going to have to deal with it. You know what? Corey's high on that Revelator coffee. I am drinking Revelator coffee right now. It is delicious. Uh, I'm getting that caffeine boost. That's why I'm particularly weird right now. And particularly Italian. So (laughs) I'm Rachel Morgan. This is a podcast about movies. It's called Side Talks. Let's go. Reflections. Wind chimes. Oh, I, we haven't done this in a while. No, we haven't, um, because I, a theatrical exhibition has not exactly been stable, but it's been relatively steady, I and mean, uh, nobody has necessarily gone out of their way to um, to slight Sidewalk as an organization until until. Very recently, and so you're. I'm telling you a little bit about uh, about a situation that you are half in the know about. Yes, that, as I mentioned it as know. we're walking in today, you didn't know the whole story yet. So, so it's very new. So to establish a bit of context, um, we at Sidewalk had booked licorice licorice. Okay, sidebar. Uh, my wife keeps dunking on me. Yeah. For saying the word licorice. Not licorice. Yeah, I have some stuff I do like that that's really weird that I'm sure people who listen to the podcast regularly have noticed. So I'm sorry if I say licor if I say licorice, my wife makes fun of me. If I say licorice, she stops and she's like, Who are you trying to fool? You licorice saying motherfucker. <laughs> and there's it's just a no win situation. So I'm just gonna say whatever comes out. I think you should I can't say the word I say the word monster. I don't I, I have to consciously think about saying monster. Oh, well that's not a big deal. Well, anyway, mispronunciation is generally not pizza. a big deal. Anyway, Licorice Pizza, the new film by Paul Thomas Anderson, um, it was slated to expand to over two thousand screens, which is these days a a wide release in the United States on Christmas Day. But last week, the distributor MGM United Artists decided to scale that release back to about eight hundred screens, which is known as a moderate wide release. Um, that meant that a lot of theaters were affected by this sudden and overwhelming schedule change, including Sidewalk, yeah. who had planned yeah. to bring licorice, licorice pizza uh, to our audiences on Christmas Day. Then we're told we were not uh, going to be able to do that um, because the film would then expand a little bit more in the month of January for awards you know, momentum purposes. Now, however... 
yeah. as I understand it, they have reconfigured the strategy yet again. So what is what is the latest development? So just narratively speaking, you know, we I want to book this film clearly. It's it, it, it is what I would say for us would be the biggest Christmas Day release. Do you yeah, agree? It's, it's a buzzy indie title that has been playing on four screens in this country for about three weeks now. It is an overwhelming critical success. Audiences seem to like it, too. And it's, you know, the new film from one of um, not only independent cinema, but American cinema's most significant filmmakers. Yeah. And so we, you know, I, I, I request to book this thing uh, for Christmas to open on Christmas Day at Sidewalk at the cinema. And I, I haven't heard back. So I checked back with our booker who helps me to book bigger films like this. And he said, let me check back. And then later that afternoon, I got a confirmation text. I said, hey, your book for licorice pizza. This is around December the 6th. So relatively late. Relatively late, but fine. Uh, that's not that's not unusual, you know, to, to get a, to get a message around that era um, in the month, that day in the month. And so I, fine, we moved forward. I said, well, what day can we put tickets on sale? And he says they're asking you to hold off on ticketing till December tenth. Okay, that's also not unusual. Yeah, so fair we're, enough. we're prepping up. That's for two it, weeks out. Doing the work it takes. And by the way, I've I've planned our entire December around the thought that we're going to probably get this film. I had been told very positively that while it isn't confirmed yet, you're going to get licorice pizza. It's going to be okay. And so we plan a rep series that, that takes us up to Christmas day, but isn't going to, you know, we're not going to screen anything rep on Christmas day because this is going to be the only film on that screen as is required contractually in order to have that film. Yeah. And so on the 8th of December, uh, while in the middle of teaching a class, I get a text message that says, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but the United Artist is pulling licorice pizza, not just from you, but from theaters across the country. From about 1,200 theaters, yeah. which is a major and frankly rather late-breaking switch. Well, you know, at this point we're we're 2 days away from putting tickets on sale. I've already done the work that it takes to do to to do the ticketing and I've also obviously said no to other films. Yes. And so by the way, big, that's a big part of it. This is not a development that has affected Sidewalk in a vacuum. If you're curious to read more about this, there is an article on indiewire.com uh, that goes into what a disruption this is for independent cinemas across the country. And I talked to the the author of that interview. We spoke. So some of the contacts that I'm giving you, the the con some of that context made it into that article. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think I ended up being quoted, but no, I ended not. up ended up uh, at least having some level of input there. Uh, what hasn't what what has not come out yet, which I'm a little concerned about, is that I also did an interview with Filmmaker Magazine because uh. there was a, there was a lot of press saying who who will go on the record to talk about this, and I raised my hand because I was pissed off, and because this is not okay. And you know if you continue to with if you continue to give and take and then give and take and withhold in this landscape it's just devastating and somebody needs to say something so, so what i said to filmmaker magazine was and the, the many things one of which was united artists needs a little visit from the uh, ghost of Christmas future with their Scrooge asses. <laughs> so that may or may not make it into the article, but but prior to that being printed or in the interim here between me giving that that interview and that potentially coming out, we got a phone call that now Licorice Pizza is back on at Sidewalk. I got that call yesterday morning. So 
now you have to reconfigure everything again. So we reconfigured, it, and I I will tell you that we you know we put had not put in place another film in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking that thinking that licorice pizza wasn't going to happen. So I placed another film. Now we had to pull that film. So we've just been chasing our tails around the goosey goo with the Booker and myself and the everybody else on staff and United Artists and 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 other distributors that have films that would like to play with us and boy what a mess so is it possible that the sort of negative press they received for this last minute shift caused them to rethink that yes yeah that's what i think well um that this seems like a self-inflicted wound from a relatively new distribution concern i mean mgm and united artists have been around forever but this is like the reconstituted team up of these two you know, historically important but recently obsolete distributors who have now formed this new distribution pact. And you'd think that they'd want a little bit of consistency in a theatrical oh. landscape that is, at the moment, uh, let's say uncertain, unless you are uh, releasing a film starring Spider-Man. So I would like to define for these folks what strategy is. Hmm. What in the hell are you doing? This is unprofessional behavior. What other industry can behave like this and really get away with it other than, you know, the the entire administration that runs this country? <laughs> so, you know, what what in the hell? We're just chasing our tails with this. This is not strategic. And guess what? Here's the other thing I could tell you. Shocker. A Paul Thomas Anderson film got good reviews. Well, that surprised you? So I, I do wonder, though, if some of this is is the second thoughts after the advent of this Omicron variant of COVID, which may put a damper on movie going into January. Yeah. So if it's not, you know, if they were waiting to go wide in January, that might be as, you know, this country is going through a bit of a another COVID wave. And, um, you know, maybe they can make their money over the holidays, and then we all have to batten down the hatches again when um, things get particularly bad. I don't know. I've gotten my booster I, I shot. I'm still going to go to the movies. I don't know either. I don't know if this is if this is indeed what the speculation was. Because please let me just say, there's no definitive anything here. Right. There's a lot of speculation that includes on my part too. Do not get me wrong. But the speculation here is that they're going to dra- they wanted to drag the release of this film in order to generate more Oscar buzz and do a slower release. As a matter of fact, I believe, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the IndieWire article landed on this might not be a terrible thing because it'll be in the theaters longer. Right. My response to that is, well, that's not necessarily the case because of the variant. Who knows what's going to happen with, with theaters and their doors being open or closed sure. or mask yeah. or not mask or how comfortable people are gonna, uh, going to cinemas. Right now in Birmingham, Alabama, our numbers are very good mm-hmm. as far as COVID goes. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that, we're, we're, that could, we're, that could we're, change that, of course, in the next Of course. Few weeks. My understanding is New York not so great right now uh, and and headed in a direction that's a little scary so you know, we're not we may not be sitting in the same place but right now movie going is, is should be fairly safe for you to do just like any other number of other things but it, who knows what's going what's going to look like in 2 months so anyway the the strategy being the sort of the slow rollout to generate oscar buzz i don't know if i fully buy that i mean it would make sense in a stable marketplace yeah, this is just this not, is a, not stable a stable marketplace. marketplace. So who knows what they were doing? But the point is, is that we were told yes, and then we were told no, and now we're being told yes again. And 
let's hope for the best. So if you would like to see licorice pizza at the sidewalk film center and cinema on Christmas day, come on down. Cause we're showing it. We are showing it. We're going to be doing a two week run of it clean. Yeah. I was excited about it before. Now I, now I'm, I'm just a little jaded about things. Yeah. And I think a big part of this Corey, is that it is, I wish one page that we could all get on is that theatrical quit. Let's not talk about your wallet, mm-hmm. right? Or their wallet. Theatrical is good for the life of a film. Yeah. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. And so if we can all agree on that, then that should inform strategy. First and foremost, it should inform strategy. Well, get them. you got to get them gold men. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson wants that Oscar. But those aren't separate things. No, they're not. They, they, they very they're frequently not are, are not at all. In fact, the, the more robust box office returns a film like that draws, um, the more press and attention and ultimately uh, awards attention it drives. Yeah. So, you and know. distributors, and not all of them, some distributors are lovely, some are wonderful. And this isn't a smack in the face of United Artists or MGM. We've worked with them before on things that it's been wonderful. This is just a general, distributors can be good and bad, and and some distributors are better than others. But please, please, please quit holding cinema's heads underwater. Please, That's what this feels like. Please think of your independent exhibitors because we need uh, we need a lifeline here too, y'all. Yeah. Anyway, so, reflections. Reflections. Not a fun one, but you know it is what it is. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We're your own personal cinematic Peloton and Bowflex. Okay. You like that? I, yeah, I. I at least have a frame of reference for what we're talking about here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they are? Yep. Oh, man. Do you know about what happened with Peloton? I do. Um, One of my favorite news stories of the last couple of weeks. I'm amused by the fact that they got uh, Old Boy to be in a Peloton commercial. That was a pretty funny response. But if you don't know what we're talking about, after the airing of Sex and the City, which is the reboot... Yeah, the revival, uh, which is called And Just Like That. And Just Like That. And uh, spoiler alert, but something bad happens on a Peloton bike and Peloton uh, stock dropped 11%. I believe it was like $5 a share after the airing of of this episode. It's pretty wild. Did you buy some? I should have. Yeah, that would have been a good opportunity, I think. I should. Is it back up? I don't know. Probably. 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 Anyway. Yeah, well, you know, don't don't listen to this podcast for day trading advice. Yeah, Let me put it look, that way. Anytime a beloved publicly traded product or service kills off a fictional character, buy stock the morning after. That's true. That same that same. Go ahead and set it up to buy that same night. That's your that's your hot tip. When when Rachel Morgan talks, everybody listens, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Should have get in a time machine, go back and buy that Netflix stock and don't <laughs> sell it like I did. Okay. Well, thanks you know, to Boutwell Studios. Thanks to our sponsor, Revelator Coffee. Uh, once again, I am right now drinking some, and boy, is it delicious. It always is, though. Uh, sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Come see some movies at the Sidewalk Cinema this holiday season, including Licorice Pizza. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, please, please come see that. Any any other titles we can talk about? 
Yeah, Red Rocket. Red Rocket, the new Sean Baker movie. We're also going to have a licorice pizza special where you can get pizza and licorice for a special price. (laughs) I'm not here laughing, but I'm not kidding. I did not not. think you were kidding. Some red vines and some pizza, you know. Do you put the red vines on the pizza? Well, Grayson has threatened to do that, yeah. Our our, our, Our bar lead there has threatened to do that. I don't think that you should do that. Well, some people might like it. Some people might, but eh. anyway, bye. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>